Welcome in to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper, a brand new Whisper in the Wings. And we are so excited about this episode because we are joined by two amazing performers. Today joining us, we have Renata Friedman, who plays the role of Masha in today's show, and Haskell King, who plays the role of Igor as well in today's show. And of course, we're being very elusive about the show today because we are so pleased to announce that today's show is our first creator's pick of 2024. And of course, we are speaking about Russian Troll Farm, a workplace comedy playing now through February 25th at the Vineyard Theater. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting Vineyard Theater. Org. As we mentioned, it's the first creator's pick that we have awarded this year. It's the third of the 23-24 season. This is a show well, well worth seeing. I had the pleasure of seeing it last night as of this recording time, and it was absolutely mind-blowing, incredibly enraging, disturbing, funny. I, I don't have enough adjectives to describe the brilliance of this. And so I'm going to enlist the help of our guests to help tell us more about it. So with that, Renata Haskell, welcome to Whisper in the Wings, Page Whisper. Hello, Andrew. Thank you both for joining me today. Again, thank you so much for the amazing show last night. It was it was wonderful. It was enraging, but it was wonderful. It was it was genius, and your performances were just incredible. So dynamic. And Renata, I'd love to start with you first. If you can maybe fill our listeners in a little bit about what this show, Russian Troll Farm, a workplace comedy, is all about. The short version is it's a very dark comedy about Russian influence leading up to the 2016 American election. We, four actors, along Haskell and I and John Lavelle and Hattie Tabal all play trolls working for the Real Life Internet Research Agency in St. Petersburg, Russia. And we are in a little subset of the Twitter division, and we are working to utilize Twitter to influence the election and also to create discord and rage and all sorts of tumults in America. If you aren't feeling your blood boiling now, just remember that this is all true is the the worst part but i i i loved that i i brilliant synopsis and just i'm replaying the play already in my mind and i'm like oh uh, mm. there are great <laughs> moments of comedy in there i i do want to emphasize it is a comedy despite how enraging it is but i think you put it so perfectly pascal i'm curious to know how did you come upon this piece i started it in 2019 at a new dramatist john steber called me in to work on the play and at that time it was being workshopped for in playtime series so it's a series that goes over seven days and the actors are called in each day each day to workshop a new play and i believe that sarah had seen me in a play years before at ensemble studio theater and Lucas Nath's play, Isaac's Eye. And so they brought me in to start then and we workshopped it. And and then since then, we have we did an online version in 2020. We did a full production in Rochester at Jiva Theater last year, about this time. And here we are, Vineyard. Amazing. 
Renata, there's so many things happening in this story. And I love that they're all fired at the same time and that each character gets its own little chapter to be able to tell their point of view in this story. So I'm curious to know, what was it like developing this piece for the vineyard? It's been a really interesting journey. I, I also, along with Haskell, had the pleasure of doing a very early workshop of it during COVID and an online presentation of it. And it has been so massively fun to work on that I think along the way, I, in a bizarre way, lost track a little bit of Masha's arc in the story, which, although this play is very much a comedy, <laughs> my character's journey within this play is a little tragic, is quite tragic, in fact. And it's been interesting learning about both myself as an actor and about the character, how to sort of exist in this dark space within the world of something so heightened and so crazy and so fun. And I'm honestly still developing that and still trying to fine tune that a little bit. But it's been a real adventure trying to figure it out. That's incredible. Haskell, I would love to know, is there a message or a thought you are hoping the audiences will take away from this? God, I, I would not. I would not be so bold as to venture to hope to send them a message, but I do think that it would be pretty, it'd be fairly difficult for someone to walk away from this play without having a heightened sense and awareness of the, the potential messaging that's behind what they're seeing on social media. And whether that be in the form of government manipulation, which is, which we see in this play or through companies, but that you, my experience in working on this play is that I've come to scrutinize what I see online a lot more than I did before. And I'm often looking for tells in social media accounts and news stories that might give it away that it's, it's not a real piece or that it's a fake profile. I think it'd be very difficult to walk away from this play without having that in you or developing, starting. Ultimately, I think people are just, they're going to laugh a lot like you did. But, um, but yeah, I think that that would be the main message to, to understand, not only to see those things, but then also to understand how it can in influence you and influence the decisions you make on a daily basis. And then with really big decisions, such as voting in your officials. Love, love that. It's worth noting that in the play, every tweet you read or see, with the exception of that Tunnel Kid scene, is a real was a real tweet generated by the Internet Research Agency. Oh, um, it was so disturbing. She, she, she created tweets in that specific scene sort of dramaturgically because she wanted to create an event that was akin to the Pizzagate event. But aside from that, everything in the play is a, is a real tweet. Oh, it, yeah. It's infuriating. <laughs> Renata, for the last question of this first part, I want to ask you, who do you hope have access to Russian Troll Farm? Oh, gosh, literally every human that exists. I mean, I, to, to Haskell's point, I think that we are all so new to social media in the scope of things. I mean, honestly, I didn't get on social media till 08. And like, think about human brains and all of us adults who have just recently invited this technology into our lives and I think that we just have no 
understanding of how we're being affected by it. So truly anyone who is on social media, I hope they come see this play. Absolutely. And I love that you put it that way. I, I, as you were saying that, I literally just wanted to say, if you've ever had to Google something that you saw on social media, you are too old to say you understand social media. The thing you mentioned is actually really funny because it's part of the genesis for the play, which is leading up to the election, Sarah Gancher, our playwright, was on Facebook and social media and was encountering these posts with bizarre spellings and bizarre phraseology. And she thought, oh, God, I'm I'm so old. I'm just not cool anymore. I don't know this new, like, internet lingo. What What is this new vernacular? Only to later discover it was because they were generated by Russians who didn't have the best handle on English. the second part of our interview we'd love to let our audiences get to know our guests a little bit more pull the curtain back if you will and i know we are a little short on time with both of you having shows today but i can't let you go without asking our favorite question to ask guests which is what is your favorite theater memory one that comes to mind is i i played james watson in anna ziegler's play photograph 51 and I've been working on it for, I had the luxury of working on it for months in advance. And opening night, we're bowing, it was received very well. And then they ask everyone to sit down and for us to stay on stage. And James Watson stands up and he's there. And James Watson won the Nobel Prize for discovering the double helix. Or it's one of the people who won the Nobel Prize for discovering the double helix. The play is really about Rosalind Franklin, the crystallographer who actually photographed it and should have been credited more than she was. But anyway, I didn't know, know he was going to be there. It was very shocking for me. I could barely stand up. I didn't know what to do. And he went to the after party at this bar. And so I was sitting with him there in this little corner, and I wanted to know about the, the moment that he saw the photograph of the double helix. This is a, it's a big deal. I mean, it's in his book, but that's, it was years ago. So anything changed? Has he stuck to the story? You know, this is a story uh, up for debate. And he starts to tell me. And right at that moment, Rosalind Franklin's biographer, and Rosalind Franklin has been, um, has been dead for quite some time, said, she sat down and she said, now, Jim, you know, that's not correct. And Dr. Watson stopped and gathered himself and started the story again. And she stopped him again and said, now, Jim, yeah, you know that's not how it happened. He stood up and said, I was there, threw his hands up in the air and walked out of the room, left the bar. That was it. I never got to hear the story. I'm sure that that is a scenario that they have played out over the years many times but that was one of my favorite moments i mean i didn't get to hear the story but it was amazing to see that unfold wow a play after a play if you will that's a it was a play after a play what a story though thank you so much for sharing that yeah 
Renata, how about you? Gosh, I'm, you know, I'm terrible at picking favorites. And I'm sure that as soon as I get off this call, I'll actually think of what the actual favorite, but this was actually from an audience perspective. And it, uh, it was just sort of a magical moment that has remained sort of stamped into my brain. It was a production in the park, Shakespeare in the park. And I want, it's so funny. I can't even remember. I think it was Twelfth Night. This was in the early 2000, in the early 2000s. And uh, it was an incredibly hot night in the park. And at halftime, the stage manager came on the God mic and said, for the health and safety of our actors, we're going to ask that they do the remainder of the show in their underclothes because their costumes are made out of wool. And so as as an audience member, we got to witness the second half of the play with the actors in their, you know, their petticoats and their corsets and their little in their tank tops. It was just sort of a, a magical, a magical evening at the theater. I always think about that. It was a it was just a, a nice moment of sort of partnership between the audience and those on stage. It was really fun. It's an incredible experience. Wonderful memory. Thank you so much. Thank you both so much for sharing those. Do either of you have any other projects or productions coming down the pipeline we might be able to plug for you? I'm doing Far Country by Lloyd Saw, um, directed by Ralph Pena at Yale Rep in it opens in April, I think mid-April, and, and runs till mid-May. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Amazing. Amazing. Well, my final question is, if our listeners would like more information about Russian Troll Farm, a workplace comedy, or about either of you, maybe they would like to reach out to you, how can they do so? The website for the Vineyard is vineyardtheater.org, so that's got all the main information, and of course, Vineyard is on all social media <laughs> if you're if you trust if you trust what you see out there <laughs> uh, i'm sure they're probably just at vineyard theater i've got a website renatafriedman.com i'm on um, instagram renata friedman yeah that's me haskell i'm on instagram haskell d king and also just uh to note for tickets for people to remember if they can't afford the regular tickets there are rush tickets and there are community tickets so check that out on the site Wonderful. Well, Renata Haskell, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me and share this amazing show, this 2024 Creators Pick show. I am so honored that I got to take this in last night and so honored I got to speak with the two of you today. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Andrew. It was such a pleasure. My guests today have been Renata Friedman, who plays the role of Masha, and Haskell King, who plays the role of Igor, in the current production of Russian Troll Farm, a workplace comedy playing now through February 25th at the Vineyard Theater. Tickets and more information are available at vineyardtheater.org. And we also have some contact information for our guests, which we'll be posting on our episode description, as well as our social media posts. And you can trust our posts. We hope you get the chance to see the show. We highly encourage you to get your tickets. In fact, we're telling you to run, don't walk, get your tickets now at vineyardtheater.org. I'm certain this production is going to sell out. So get them now. This show is Russian Troll Farm, a workplace comedy playing now through February 25th at the Vineyard Theater. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you.
If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our website for all things Stage Whisper and theater. You'll be able to find merchandise, tours, tickets, and more. Simply visit stagewhisperpod.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.